Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the vlogcast for the post-trade and free agency week wrap. The tear-soaked tiger Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the mayor of East Geelong, Teach. Hong Hong. Mr. Moral Victory Cookson. Don't mention the wall. The bravest supporter of the bravest club in the AFL, Morgan Ashley. Hello. From North, we have Dan. From North, we have Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you hate the intro, so I'm... Oh, if we get a better one, that, that just that's just... From the Burke Street 7-Eleven. Yeah, the Elizabeth Street 7-Eleven. You want that one back? No, we need a new one. No, we don't need intros at all. We just need just... Oh, now I want a fucking strawberry big end. The least Melty North supporter in the land, Dan. Yeah, that's, that's better. The least delusional too. And because one team was more dominant than any other over this period, the Cats, we have our first ever international contributor to the podcast, and that is Chappie UK. Hey. So, Chappie, just before we begin, where are you right now? I'm in a cafe in Friedrichstan in Berlin. Friedrichstan? Very hungover. <laughs> Just tell them to shut the fuck up so that we can get well, on with this. I have. I've told them to piss off, Teach. You're obviously not east enough in Europe then because we've got you here. So yeah. you didn't come across Poitacat at all? Uh, no. I think he's further east. Right. Just need to pop over the Berlin Wall, say hello. <laughs> they knocked that down, Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea, you idiot. It's a joke. It doesn't exist anymore, like Fremantle's premiership window. <laughs> or Richmond finals win. Fuck off. <laughs> Let's go to goo or tears, and who wants to go first? I get a feeling there'll be a few. There'll be a fair bit of goo here, because most everyone picked something up in the trade and free agency period. But who wants to go first? I suppose I'll start with some goo. I'm in St Kilda. We got Carlisle and the Goddard. There's the <laughs> <sword. laughs> <laughs> is this really goo? This is more tears, I think. Is this, is this, this is goo. Is this powdery or, or goo? This is definitely calm the fuck down for fuck's sake. This is sake. St Kilda-esque goo because it's so forced. we got Freeman as well, so we got pace. We told hey, Carlton... Yeah. go fuck yourself. Gladly. Yeah. Anytime we, someone wants to go to St Kilda, it's a good thing. we got Bailey Rice, <laughs> who decided to tell Carlton to go and get fucked. That was the highlight. Did you or did you not lose trade week to Adrian Dodoro? Oh, we still yeah, won yeah, trade week. Yeah, you... Yeah, you okay, you okay. Everyone shut up. They didn't lose billings, so that's five for a straight Kylo and no Coke is still not worth it. But we got the first rounder back in return, and that's worth You it. must be gooing over your off-season ladder surge as well. It was technically under Essendon when that was done. Oh, <laughs> nah. Hey, it's not my foot. Hey, I'm going by the rules. I'm like, go you, Pops. <laughs> Never should have let that guy have that thread. Correct. Fucking giving points to Talia. The Crows won. Anyone else got any other goo? Because we do have two Geelong supporters. Unfortunately, they brought in enough recruits. There's enough goo to go around. But which one of you wants to go first? And does one of you have goo that's not Dangerfield? 
sorry. Yeah, and I reckon I reckon our pickups were all good and are all going to play for us. And everyone's dumping on Sputterson, but I reckon he, he's actually going to be really good for us. Henderson's a handy footballer. It's just the price you paid that's a bit iffy. Very high price. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, we wouldn't have got him if they don't have future draft picks, but no. we'll see what happens. We absolutely bossed the trade period. Did you really? Yeah. I, you? I can't. Yeah, done and dust. Done and dusted in a week. Give it if in a week. That's because all your picks were gone. You had nothing in to do. a friggin' week. Do you think you did all your trades within a week? Do you think you actually negotiated those within a week? You had Dane oh, Shield signed in fucking right. March. Didn't Geelong only have to give up a first and a second round pick for him? And a ranger. And Collingwood had to give up two first round picks for Drew. Oh, let's go through the fact that one of them was a fucking free agent, and the other one was a 22 year old who is not. So they didn't really technically have to give up anything. That sounds awfully I, defensive. I reckon, I reckon we played... Shut up. Sh- don't tell me to shut up, bitch. <laughs> I'm talking to you, moron. I reckon we, we paid overs to Henderson with a first-round pick, but with everyone else... You got we, Dangerfield from the $2 shop. We did. That was that was highway robbery, considering... Yeah, we scored Considering massive. what other clubs had to give up to get their recruits, so I think... The Crows bent over on that one. I think they just conceded in the end that what they would get from Geelong was better than any other option. Oh, but yeah. It's oh, yeah. They got their baby burn. It's going for They got the new Dangerfield though, didn't they? In Gore. In return. The new Dangerfield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we absolutely smashed it in the trade period. We won hands down more than any other club. It's hard to, to dispute that really. I mean they did do pretty well. Yeah, I reckon my best is Dangerfield picking thirty five. I don't have to get a new jumper. <laughs> he was a fan of Robert Harvey. Da, 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 da. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Peach presents One Hit Wonders. So, Morgs or Dane, who wants to go next? Well, I can go, but there's not... It doesn't have to be North-related. It can be anything you thought of that you liked or didn't I haven't thought of anything. I don't think at all. It it doesn't even have to be trade period. It can be... You could go gooey over no Carlton Friday nights next year. Yeah, I'm just sort of relieved more than happy about that. To be honest. You did this last time when you wouldn't even give us goo over North Beach. I'm, I'm terrible with this. And we made I'm you <laughs> we made you choose Kanye Turner. <laughs> Yeah, that was forced to. Yeah. Your goo can be Ross Lyon. Why would it be Ross Lyon? Because he's a fucking failure. Well, he's I been have... like that for, ever since he started coaching. That's nothing new. Yeah, come on. That's funny. For Dan's ambivalence. <laughs> I got goo for your sausage fingers. How about that? Uh, I have goo for my premiership win tonight. Yes. Yeah, so Morgs, you had a win at netball. Were you BOG? No, I played in defence and the. So you played God... the Maxwell role of just being a loose. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Very much did, and I actually got in trouble on the way home from my mum for for spoiling rather than taking possession of the ball, and I said I was channeling my inner Nick Maxwell. So when you made a mistake, were you pointing at your team? That's how she dislocated her fingers by too much pointing. I don't make mistakes. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sure that she's a fucking hard bitch and she would have elbowed someone in the head and so good no, on her. No, no, no. I have very kind. He's worth over the last two. Um, picking up Trelaw, which was, I think we may have paid overs as well, but 
you got to do what you got to do mm-hmm. to get somebody like that. For true law, that's kind of what it's going to take, though. That's what it was going to yeah. take. Yeah, so I'm not upset about it. I'm just standing half out. Yeah, so I think Howe was pretty good and bending the lines over. What more do you want? I think Collingwood did pretty well, actually. I think we finished second over the trade period. I'm going to claim the moral victory of that. Well, you did mention a few things there that were interesting. I, I'm not sure about how. Like, just on what you're paying him, 600 grand. When you look at his statistics, like, it's actually not that impressive. The highlight real. The what highlight real do? comment is pretty accurate with that guy. Like he's like Jamie Elliott, except without substance. Yeah, other than having having a highlight reel every second week, what does he do to help a side other than could, spectacular mark? Sure, in a better side, a lot of your Jimmies. In What's a better that? side, Who's he'll probably do. <laughs> no, he'll probably do better than Jesse White. So well, anyone can do better than Jesse White. Well, he's the most overrated footballer. He's on an awful lot of money for a guy who averages like fourteen disposals a game or whatever it is like oh is that what this segment is is this where i become a tomboy deal hater or the only other person who gets so little disposals that gets rated like that is rioli oh god you had to find a way no, but when you think about it how does taking spectacular marks actually help or well, how did it ever help melbourne or how's it going to help well it doesn't help melbourne because they're useless but it might help us because if he's taking spectacular marks that means our team has the ball and that's the positive positivity from how we've taken positivity from ruzi as well i'm going to channel that if he's taking marks, that means we have possession of the ball, and that's a step up. Yeah, but they're all, anyone can take a mark. He just takes... Okay, it's <laughs> shit house. No, not anyone can take a mark. He still has to kick the goal. I mean, that's always been calling the ball. That's the other thing. Unless he's taking those marks inside 50 and converting them to goal. He's he's no worth to anyone. That's ridiculous. He's not playing the ball. Yeah, whatever warms your milk, you do. I don't drink milk. (laughs) There you go. Um, No, the way I see it is what we lost during trade period and what we got, we won. So, simple. This is too gooey for me, what's going on in trade week. I've got tears. I've got tears for the Brisbane Lions because... Well, James Aish was there. He never wanted to be there. He wanted out. They said, no, we will not trade you. Even Lee Matthews came out and said, no, we will not trade you. And it was a perfect opportunity to make a cultural stand against someone who didn't want to be there. And they folded just like Fitzroy. And seriously, I thought only hodgepodge could make Lee Matthews look stupid. But it turns out the rest of the Bryans could just fold Brisbane because what are they now? They're a feeder club. They're officially a feeder club. And I look forward to joining the race for pick number two in two years' time. And I think we should all just jump on that. Um, Whoever he is, Richmond, get in his ear because he's going to leave. Someone will entice him. The moment Aish was drafted to the Brisbane Lions, I created a thread saying James Aish wants to come home. Wasn't it a sheesh back then? Yeah, a sheesh (laughs) back then, yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'll probably be doing the same thing with the next kid that they draft. Should you'll get melts? Like they hate it, but which is their first? They created it. Which is their first pick in the in the draft? Two, pick two, right after Carlton. And who they going to get with that? Is Weedering the one who goes to Carlton? They get the other guy. Who's he? I don't know. Is he from Melbourne? Yeah, he's from Victoria. Oh yeah. Okay, it has. It only works if he's from Victoria. They're both from Victoria. Okay. Well, Aish was South Australian. Well, that makes it even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere but. Queensland. He didn't even go home when he went to Collingwood. <laughs> I didn't want James H. I just wanted to bend him over for the lols. 
But if and keeping James, if getting James H helps us keep Sharonberg, then I'll take the good with the bad. Oh, so what you, you're saying? He's like the stable pony for Sharon. Yes, I am. I'm saying that he's his best friend, and it took us a while to actually get Sharonberg to sign his second contract. So if having James H there makes life a little bit better for Sharonberg, then well done, Collingwood. He's in the business of giving list spots to anyone first, how then H, so that Sharonberg will stay put. Yep. Like, next, you'll be picking up Ryan Crowley because. I don't know. Pendles doesn't like getting tagged by him or some shit. I don't know. But no, the Bryans, they were piss poor in trade week. And it's got to be said, when that's the compensation you get, and admittedly Bastanak might <laughs> offer something to them, and that was the only way to get that trade done. But if you say you're not going to trade him, you fucking you hold up when you're Brisbane. If you say you're not going to trade him and you're settling for Bastanak, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> mm, but clearly they wanted Bastanak. <laughs> at least they got Tom Bell because he's a, he's a midfielder who kicks the ball forward. So that'll be a nice... Yeah, I really think that's a good pickup by them. Yeah, he's a handy footballer. They definitely win that trade and Carlton are fucking retarded again. No, well, apparently there's personal reasons Carlton were actually doing the right thing by him there. That's nice then, but I actually rate Tom Bell as a footballer. He's not bad. So do I. They they should make him captain. Um, But yeah, with the Brisbane thing, if you don't stand for something, stand for nothing. They fucking puffed their chest out and said they were going to... Weren't going to take it anymore, and then they said, enter here. That's pretty much right. Either you say we're going to find a deal, but if you're that firm that far out, then you got to stay by it because people will want to walk. Do you reckon, uh, do you reckon the AFL told Brisbane to accept JP's the deal taken. and we'll give you a priority next year? Just dropping that theory. JP's taking the piss. And Morgs, yeah. fuck you, a mouthy bitch. What? You fucking mouthy. What did I say to you? Nothing. I'm just taking the piss. Oh, okay. shut up, bitch. <laughs> but no, it may be cookie, but I'd be surprised if that was the case because the priority pick for trading H is kind of... That's a pretty extreme carrot. Take that to the SRP board, please. Anyway, let's move on to the trade week. And we've discussed some of the winners and the loot of trade week, but there's there was a lot of movement. Apparently, what was it, 55 of the first 70 picks changed hands or something? Yeah, something like that. 56 of the first 70 were traded. I mean, there was a lot of movement. Oh, for fuck's sake. Tell the Germans fucking... Work yeah, out. sorry. Okay. I don't, I don't the know what's going on. Shut the fuck up. Doing your fucking Nazi. Shut the Nazi sucks. Into the boat. But yeah, a lot of picks were traded and the point Shut system... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, the point system probably played a big part. A lot of trading from Sydney and GWS and... Yeah, and loopholes and shit. Yeah, and there was one big loser of trade week. Does anyone want to guess that club? I'm going to say it's Fremantle. You would be correct, my good sir. Yes, that was my loser for trade week because you've got a glaring need that has been a need for so long. They've never been able to find a guy to even replace Pav, let alone play alongside him. And Pav's almost gone. Like, Pav might be gone. And McCarthy's there. Didn't throw enough at him. They chased Bennell. They got him, but he's not a key forward. They didn't have a crack at Casbolt at the end. They didn't even have a crack at Black or... Who's the guy at Geelong? Kirsten's. Kirsten's. See, like, they're not even taking consolation prizes here when they couldn't get McCarthy. They had to go hard. They had to give a player. They didn't. And they're not going to kick goals next year. They're going to average eight goals a game. Goes to all the other years. Well, this is the thing. They did that with Pav there. Take Pav out. And when no one pays their forwards any respect, they're not going to kick goals. Zach Clark can pinch hit, but he's not a... Well, they've got a, bu- they've got a bunch of guys who can pinch hit, but... They uh, lack some serious... I, I like Power. that. You're dead right, Starburns. They've not added anything to their list. All right, let's let's just think about it this way. If you play Fremantle next year, and we'll just go through the clubs that are here. Alex Rance, Scott Thompson, Jake Carlisle, Harry Taylor. None of those guys have to play on an opponent next year against Fremantle. Am I invisible? We have a back line too, you know. Yeah, well, I actually wouldn't know who'd do that. Jeremy Howe would do that. 
<laughs> Jeremy Howe can be the Collingwood's guy that sits there and takes marks. But this is what I'm saying. None of the guys who play full back or centre half back for these clubs are going to need a bother minding an opponent because the second and third stringers can do the I mean, job on what Fremantle currently. I find that concerning. Whose head is Jeremy Howe going to sit on? That fifes because he'll get shoved forward. They'll weaken yes. that midfield. I think he might sit on his wife's knee and try to warm her up. You know. I'm not Who sure this is going. Yeah, Shut I'm up, sure this is going. Is this some sort of weird spanking fantasy you have, Teach? Because that's fucked. What should Frio have done? Obviously, I think Ross Lyon needed to get Cam McCarthy to sit on his knee and have a good talking to about his role in the forward. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, I was just going on. That's what we did. We had Howe sit on Eddie's knee, and we got Trelaw in there as well. We worked straight. What Frio should have done, they should have tra- traded Weller or at least Neil, because they had to throw the kitchen sink. This is not the, even the year that Frio fucked up the most. What they should have yeah. done is got somebody three years ago. Yo, yeah, absolutely. But they've tried it with everyone. They tried for Cloak. They tried for Cameron. They tried for Revolt. Oh, they probably tried for Tex Walker. They probably tried for tip it. Yeah, they no, tried for tried everyone but no one went. They tried for Harry Taylor. They tried for everyone. Melbourne is more attractive them. for a forward than Freer. That's why Jesse Hogan will stay. Yeah. <laughs> but people go to Brisbane. Why is no one going to Freer? Well, forwards aren't going to Brisbane. I'd, I'd go to Freer. Why you'd have to listen to fucking Ross Lyon talk, man. Okay, but why are no forwards going to Freer? Like, this is the thing. I know forwards get paid enough money that not many want to fuck off apart from Buddy's the other one, of course. Buddy. Basil's endless. Okay. Having, having to listen to him any more so than what we have to. Yeah, like he'd be on your news every night. Like, oh, Buddy didn't want Buddy didn't want to go to Perth, so that's not Frio's fault. But everyone else. Oh, Max Buddy had to go to Perth. Fucking hell. Mm, They needed to get someone. Yeah, you're right. A few years ago, but because they kept failing, they had to go hard at McCarthy. They had to throw the kitchen sink at him, and it sounds like they didn't. It sounds like they never offered a real player. The closest they went was Patrick. You know what Freya should have done? They should have gotten the Germans. What the fuck is going on in the background? Literally, do you need to comment every time there's noise? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the third world has started. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to hide. I mean, <laughs> speaking of winners, I think Port were a bit of a small winner. I mean, they got Dixon, which fulfills a massive need for them. And they get Tumpus as well, so they could probably oh, come Melbourne him. He's so Melbourne. There is no coming back for that man. But still, Dixon probably feels a big need for Port because they did black for was I mean Schultz oh, absolutely. is good, so. but it, it cost him a bit it cost him a first yeah but you've got to pay for forwards yeah well, I right. know but he is injury prone and I think he's a good footballer but it's big risk reward play there from the puffers but still there's another key forward and you mentioned Schultz as well those are two other key forwards Freo missed out on not that Schultz is going to give him a whole lot long term but still they can't get anyone they had to offer someone like Lockie Neal to get it done or Stephen Hill and obviously they didn't do that so I mean also you probably do look at the other winners, like I reckon Melbourne had a pretty decent trade window. Do we think Melbourne had a good trade window? Because uh, two top ten picks. Yeah, yeah. And Thomas Park. That's not bad. But draft picks at this time of the year. Melksham, 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 Kennedy, They got rid of Tumpus though. I want to nominate a winner though, because as much as Geelong got Dangerfield and all that, and Geelong have basically traded themselves out of the draft for the next two years. So if Dangerfield and Henderson don't lift them and the youth doesn't come through, it could be wilderness time. I'm going to say there's a real winner in Essendon. I think Dodoro, he found a couple of clubs who were willing to fold on him in St Kilda and Melbourne and he scrounged together two picks in the top five. He got rid of Melksham. They got Lewenberger in. Like, they got some handy picks to draft with. They got a Ruckman that they desperately need. Getting rid of Melksham was just the icing on the cake. I think Essendon won. 
That doesn't sound right when you say that. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't like that sound. But saying by the but the same theory of why Essendon won. I just said Melbourne got two. It's like saying the Empire and Star Wars have won. No. Don't like it. We'll just ignore that ever happened. We never talked about Essendon. Actually, I'll tell you who the biggest winner of Trade Week was. The Axes. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. We we definitely boosted. Oh, the Axes, yeah. Had a real Trade Week win, I think. How many new clubs got Axes? Uh, we got uh, Tom Bell, so Brisbane. They're finally joined in the party. Well, they had rubbish bin. They had the rubbish bin. The... Oh, they had rubbish bin, yeah, sorry. We already had Hampson, but now we actually have one who can kick goals in Yarra. You got Yaron, so you got an Axel. So oh, no, we always one. had Grigg, didn't we? But we'll have another one who can kick goals. We got Troy Men which I found surprising. For the Crows. So yeah. all the old Exa clubs are getting extra Xs. Did anyone else get an Exa? No. Oh, oh, did anyone else get an Exa? Oh, yes. Fun Yours is going to play burn. two and a half back, though. It's going baby burn. You in a time warp? You oh, must Plugger. Plugger has disturbed your soul. Stop spamming us with old music. We got Danger. Oh, man. They just got an extra, you idiot. Henderson. He's an extra. Congrats, you got the idea. We got Smith and we got. Yeah, the but he's not an extra, so no not fucking extras. We boss. We absolutely. Shut up! He's just on his own wagon and he can't hear anyone else. So does Henderson count if he plays a, as a defender for the whole year? Is it yeah, just yeah he, played, he played forward at Carlton. So no, but if you play, are you only acknowledging exes who play forward? No, 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 because we took goals from Laidler and Jacobs. So he's an exer. We count the players who don't even contribute. Mm, like Kane Lucas and Hampson. Like, they counted Henderson last year, he didn't contribute to them. <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing. You just picked him up, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, you're such a bitch. But I love you. <laughs> Okay, wow. vomit. Do we have anything else we want to add on the trade periods that we thought we won or lost? Or I must say, Khan's trading seemed very random to me. Crazy saucy. I mean, um, well, yeah, that, that's, that's like okay, he's Menzel. Take him, Crows. He's talented, but give us five players instead, none of which are you know half the player he is. But we'll take them, and these are guys GWS didn't want. I mean, Sam Carriage, like who the fuck's he? Well, he he's famous for one thing. He kicks six goals in the biggest North choke of the. <laughs> oh, yeah. Years. That's all. It's like the only thing anyone knows about that guy. The Sam Kerridge Spud Award. We give it to an opposition player who is no good but has a really, really good game against us. I mean, Jed Lamb. Yeah, that's, who's... that's pretty crazy shit. Jed Lamb, depth player at the Colas, depth player at the Giants. Lockie Plowman from in pick two. But he's been very disappointing. He's on fuck all. Andrew Phillips, who was apparently pick four in a rookie draft, though, but. He's a ruckman who's pretty lanky. Oh, good. Warnock replacement. He's probably a little bit better than Warnock, but really... Are they going to stick him and Cameron Wood and try and make a super ruckman? Or... <laughs> oh, well, maybe it's a good trade. Oh, it's not, T. If he's a ruckman, how long until he gets to Geelong? <laughs> <laughs> he's not injured enough. Uh, Wait until he becomes fuck, a little more just <laughs> We have to see him in the grand final sprint first. <laughs> see if he's worth. Did Geelong add anyone else to the grand final sprint? Oh, no, Selwood's pretty slow, isn't he? Yeah, they picked up the two cab drivers. Yep. <laughs> How about you'll get fucked? That'll be, that'll be the Cat B rookies later. <laughs> but no, they folded on Yarran after going 
you know, pick 12, pick 12, pick 12. They couldn't get Tomlinson. They tried Am I the only one that thinks Chris Yaron isn't worth a first-round pick? I don't think he's worth it. But oh, I'm no happy. Way. I'm, I'm happy with... In the end, it cost us two second-rounders to get him. That's what it cost us. That seems a bit expensive. Mm, okay. Well, second-rounder in a shit draft and a second-rounder in... If he behaves himself, he, he'll be a solid... You know, but he does a lot of silly, stupid things during a game. Like, well, he gives we need to play him in the forward pocket. That's where he needs to play, but Hardwick is dumb enough to play him off half-back where he'll be a fucking liability. I he do not like the recruitment. fucking spaz, and he will no, not do not. anything for Richmond. I, He's I, better than three of the players you picked up. Oh, you reckon? Yes. I don't like the recruitment, but considering the price paid and how we traded into it and we didn't give up the world for it, it's not the worst thing if he finds a niche up forward because we need a small forward badly. It's the biggest hole in our list. I must admit, why is it there that every year there is always... Bog average Ruckman always seem to move clubs. Because there's only ever enough room for one at a club to really be dominant. And anyone who thinks they're good enough to be a number one goes to a club where the number one actually is kind of shit. But still, the what the losing of the sub rule has probably done the Ruckman a favour as well. Ruckman take a while to develop. Yeah, but half of them are like in their mid-twenties and they're shit. You're right. But um, you look at, at some of the tall athletic guys who are still getting around like Hampson and Stanley, like neither of them can play football, but they're still in the system because they're tall and they can move all right. I've got a new job as the uh, groin inspector at Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you pulled a shifty, didn't you? I did. Um, Come on, can't wait for my for an import, but, but that was pretty dodgy by us, I think. Oh, that was bad. That was proper hopefully, black ops. Hopefully we um, yes. didn't install, uh, lost that paperwork with the receipt. Yeah, that'll never fly ever again. Lost the paperwork, but you can try. I'd rather that we knew what we were getting into and at least sorted it out rather than picking up a player and then finding out his groin's fucked. I have a question. Who released the video of him being in a... No, that was Morgs again. She had another role, PR manager. No, it's not, because I'm not a self-serving piece of shit who looks out for my own interests. If he, he had have gone to Hawthorne, there is no way that Hawthorne supporting bitch would have released that video. Talking about the law. You've just jumped the gun a little. You've jumped the gun about you. Because you mentioned it before as soon as I came on. Talking about that. You've been been waiting for this since you turned up. I have. I tried not to say anything. I'm like, no, bad luck. What's this bird's name? Alicia. So Alicia have a last name? No, she's like Madonna. Let's move on to Carlisle then, and we'll cover Carlisle and the cocaine pictures. Culture. Oh, what was he fucking doing there? He was snorting some whiz fizz. I believe in innocence until proven guilty. Is it Barry? Alicia Barry? Oh, it's What's some Hawthorne cunt. She's a Hawthorne journo and she joins the ranks of... What's her fucking name? I don't know, but she's made my shit list. Well, hang oh, on, why what? she made your yeah, shit list? Yeah, why she made your shit list? What's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. 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 Yeah. Why do you hate this report? Well, so okay, now here's Alicia. Maybe no, Pete, if you turned up when you were supposed to be on here. We've discussed this previously. But no, she's on your shit list and she joins the likes of Sam Lane and um, Caro and Rita. Ooh, Sam Lane. Don't want to do her. <laughs> if you do that, can you just put some tape over her mouth first? Well, I think you're pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, been drinking. Are you coming on to me tonight? You told me you love me. Just being a little weird. He just wants. You are to out st- of my age category. Team. He just wants to stand in the corner and watch. Pinch, how old's your son? <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so was bombers. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking bombers! No. He's a tyrant. <laughs> 
let's get back on track. We'll go back to the Carlisle right. thing. Like it was, it was a very intense deal, and there was a big staring contest that went on. And Essendon got what they wanted. They apart from Billings, they didn't get Billings, but um, maybe next year. Um, <laughs> but St Kilda did lose pick five, and they got they got Carlisle. That's another one. Is he worth pick five? He's not. Mm-mm. But they only downgraded ten picks. But still, they never should have buckled on what they were looking at. They should have just given up Billings and been done with it. Why would we give up Billings? Because you're getting Carlisle. Billings is okay, but he's no Pont and Pally. Not even discussing the trade. Like, seriously. If that's the kind of friend you have that's releasing this, who needs enemies? <laughs> Fuck. It was probably released by Chappie. He was having a fair sniff. Oh, yeah. And each okay. their own. I'm not going to judge him for that. What no, kind no. of friend sends that? Oh. I'm concerned, though, but Carlisle being the dipshit ego says, hmm, I'm going to feel myself snorting coke. I'm going to... Just don't fucking do that, you complete fucking yeah, retard. I'm, I'm less disturbed by the fact he did it because he certainly won't, wasn't the first and he won't be the last. No, well, but obviously, the fact Buddy that he sent it in Yeah, I can't, I, I can't believe that he uploaded his own photo. Well, he's obviously not the brightest spark going around. Like, let's not forget, this is the guy who cracked the sads because he didn't want to play forward. He's got his name tattooed yeah. on himself, so that's a really fucking... That's just so he knows how to spell it. Does he really? He has his name tattooed on his... Huh? Yes. Well, everyone needs a reminder on something. I mean, you know. If he wasn't a footballer, um, he would probably be working at McDonald's. I've got my Scott password tattooed on my arm because I always get it. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, he's not the only player oh, doing Charlie yeah, this hour. What, what a bunch of fucking dickheads. Nah, but I'm sure there are plenty but, of people doing Charlie. Dustin <laughs> and Dana are in Vegas right now. What do you think yes. they're doing with the Stafford brothers? They've gone to see Siegfried and Roy. They're going to watch men get mauled by tigers. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not warming up some milk before bed. Is hot tea. No, no, no. You're exactly right. I'm sure that they are doing exactly the thing that you are saying. I'm not saying anything, teacher. I just said they're not having milk. Well, let's go back to the trade period because Harley Bennell chose Fremantle in the end, but he did he did come across and meet with Richmond and Dustin Martin, and they did go out for Harley's birthday, and the reports are that Dustin Martin told Richmond that Harley was too loose. <laughs> you know you're too loose when Dustin... Too loose. Up. What does that mean? When Dusty's seeing him out and about and going, oh, shit. Okay, maybe there is something really wrong at the sun. Dusty goes on holidays with Swanee, and he said that Harley been too tough. But Jesus Christ, he's a lost cause. Ooh, I'm actually way. glad we dodged the bullet this, this after. This might have another story. Josh Simpson sort of thing about it with Frio. Who's yeah, Josh yeah, Simpson? Yeah. Isn't he the, the, the first-round pick that Frio got years ago, and he he just had issues outside football that meant that he couldn't oh, just oh. he couldn't play? Can't remember him. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why you can't remember him because he never played a game. Ah, uh, okay then. I'm sorry okay. I brought that up because no one gets what I'm saying now. So... <laughs> no, no, I know what you're talking about, Dan. We've been through this, though. We've discussed whether Harley could be a functional junkie like a Luke Hodge. Anything else on Carlisle? It was funny how he told Hawthorne to get fucked after Dodoro tried to ship him there. Hawthorne had a real crack at him, which would have been absurd, but Carlisle said no. Oh, which there is... were massive mounts on the Sydney board about that. Oh, it wasn't there. It was fucking nuclear oh. there. I mean, that was fantastic. Because they have a trade ban and Hawthorne were chasing Carlisle whilst the Colas sit there having to settle for Michael Talia, who ended up at Sydney, by the way. 
culture. Fucking hell. They don't care about leaks at Sydney. They snitched on Fitzpatrick after all. That was a real highlight of trade weeks. Just reading those mouths were just brilliant. They were really, really pissed off. And I'm guessing they were probably already on edge because Mike Pike retired. And, you know, if you'd have said at the start of this year, you'd have gone, hmm. Well, so prior to last year's grand final, I think, if you were offering to trade Lewis Jetta and you'd be like, all right, what's Lewis Jetta worth? And someone says, I'll give you Callum Sinclair for him. You'd say, who? Well, that was a straight swap 12 months on. And Jetta's gone backwards and the Colors were desperate for a Ruckman that came on the cheap. That was one of the more interesting trades, I thought. Yeah, I agree. Who's actually going to win out of that? Will Jetta get worse and worse and be nothing? And West Coast will go, oh, shit, maybe we wish we hadn't got rid of Sinclair. I reckon Jetta will become good for West Coast. Like He won't be brilliant, but he'll be at least serviceable. Sinclair will be... Do we think Sinclair could be anything? No. The handy second Ruckman, yeah. but not much beyond that. I think West Coast found a pretty good replacement in Giles for him, but I rate Giles somewhat, so... I don't care. Geelong won the trial. <laughs> <laughs> What about Scott Selwood? <laughs> Fucking West Coast didn't give a shit that they lost him, apart from the fact they didn't get good. Well, we didn't give anything up for Scott Selwood. A list place. Um, Look at you. You um, bought in your own fucking stable pony. Two ducks in a pond. <laughs> we gave up a first-round draft pick for Kennedy, and that was the worst thing that we did. Hmm? But we, we got danger. Who? Who's Kennedy? <laughs> Graham Kennedy? They must have got that one from Collingwood. JFK? <laughs> Look at this defender on the grassy knoll. Hawkins is the grassy knoll. Man, the suspense stage. Which Kennedy? He's Googling the name. <laughs> I actually am. <laughs> You're trying to work out who your other recruit was that helped you win the trade. Fair dinkum. Whilst he Googles that, are there any other clubs we want to discuss? Henderson! Henderson! Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, we got Henderson. And who did he play for? Uh, West. <laughs> <laughs> We paid overs for him. Do we want to discuss anyone else's trade period? Port were mentioned earlier by Cookie, and yeah, they did okay. Well, as long as Charlie Dixon sticks to one glass of red a day, you know, he'll be all right. <laughs> and you know, Tumpus is... I don't Tumpus will well, be anything. Well, can D-Melbourne Tumpus? That would be the greatest D-Melbourneing of possibly anyone, because he might even be have been worse at Melbourne than Watts, so that's significant. Crows did all right, considering Dangerfield walked. Other than that, they did okay to get Seedsman and... Um, <laughs> Well, they've also they picked up Short Fuck as well. Off. And he does, hasn't he taken to the shit fights quite nicely? Short's already the best West Horsham poster, and he's only been involved for two weeks. But really, having Short as a supporter doesn't really matter because if he didn't go to Collingwood games, he ain't going to go to Adelaide. Why would you want to go to Adelaide Crows games? You might end up in a barrel. Yeah, you only have to go for three quarters, and you get to crack the fits and leave. <laughs> yeah, Crows got Seedsman. They also got Menzel. So, you know, they could have done all right despite Dangerfield leaving, and they do have some draft picks too. Let's move on. If there's nothing else on trade week. Nothing else on Carlisle? Don't get caught. Send Snapchats. Yeah, and Morgs doesn't like the journo. She's... What's her name? Alicia! Alicia, Alicia someone. Okay, well, Alicia, <laughs> that narrows it down to... I said Alicia Mooling. Oh, she's cute. Yeah, leave her alone. She's... Nice <laughs> you just hate her because she's cute, Morgs. And we'll move on from that to, well, one woman who isn't on Morgs' shit list is Jennifer Kite. And in that vein, we'll move on to the Brian's Academy players. <laughs> oh, no. Laughing. Which, you know, it's not it's not really a laughing matter what they did with the bottle. No, it's not at all a laughing matter. What a ridiculous thing for a defence attorney to say. Awesome prank. Awesome prank. Yeah, real <laughs> awesome. Great, great, guys. Just because it wasn't a female doesn't mean it wasn't rape, you fuckwit. <laughs> I've never heard such misuse of the term prank since Sue said that killing Reap would be an awesome <laughs> prank. Like, literally, that's... But that's these guys actually committed 
this oh no, this crime. defense lawyer is talking like Suze. That's the point yeah. I'm making. This but guy's literally lawyer. talking like yeah. Suze. I mean, I'm, in, I'm in your corner here, Morg. If he did that to a female, we would have these boys up and we would be ruining their lives. But because he did it to a male, it's an awesome prank. What a sick fucking thing to say. Culture. No wonder no one wants to be in Brisbane. This is probably rock culture. Do we know culture. what sort of bottle it was? <laughs> it wasn't a Coke bottle, was it? It was. It was I don't a, know. Is there a size of a bottle that would be okay? Well, Jennifer, Jennifer Kite. <laughs> it was a Coke 35... Ah, uh, millimetre bottle. 375, you mean? Yeah, I thought it was just a beer bottle or something. By the time this story is over, it'll be a long neck. Well, we go to bed tonight. Just grab one out of the fridge and bend over and see how you think that'd feel. If it feels awesome, Frank. No, I'm not penal. Shut up. <laughs> no, Morgs is right. It's wrong. And you're right. If it was female, we would be stringing him up and tearing him down, much like the Hawthorne players who also got themselves into some serious trouble. Oh, didn't that happen? Just when you thought that Hawthorne supporters couldn't get any gooier, well, we had some Hawthorne supporters with some rather interesting views on that. In particular, was it extreme? Oh, God. (laughs) People's ability to excuse the inexcusable because somebody wears their football team's jumper just baffles me. Wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter who they're fucking employed by. Anything else on the Hawks or the Bryans players? It's a sensitive issue, but is there anything to be said? I'm happy that there's no St. Kilda players doing it for a change, so... No means no cunts. Bottles and all. Don't hold back. Tell us what you really think. I think this taints Hawthorne's three-peat. <laughs> I think it does too. I mean, they're already the worst three-peating. They're already the worst premiers of all time and this just makes him worse. What do you think that? Oh, just, you know, if the drugs tainted West Coast's premiership, as we've all been hearing about the cocaine and all that, how that tainted their premiership, then surely, you know, off-field culture taints Hawthorne's three-peat. Mm. Just like the weapon that- taints Geelong's premierships. <laughs> Oh, and fathers. No, <laughs> Every premiership is tainted in some. Collingwood's premiership is tainted. Yep. No, only because Dallin Dydak got in a car with a guy with a gun. <laughs> he did do that, so. I could say anything. It depends how long a bow you want to draw. Yeah, this is a very long bow, though. The AFL let Nick Maxwell touch a premiership cup, therefore it's tainted. <laughs> well, that's right. They haven't let a North captain touch a premiership cup since 1999. Yeah, like a North captain's touched his teammates' misses more recently than a premiership cup. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, nasty. Nasty. That's uncalled for. Listen, mate, remember the captain? It would never happen again. They did make him captain. We should keep him. No one would ever fuck the captain's wife again. Teach Wood. Oh, oh, oh. Double nasty. They got married over the weekend, apparently. They did. She wasn't even Mrs. Boomer until this weekend. <laughs> well, no one knows her real name. Yeah, Shane McClintock. That's a very feminine name. It's nicer than calling her Miss Piggy. Oh, it's not nice. <laughs> That's what I said. That calling her That's Mrs. Boomer is nicer than calling her that. Very not um, nice at all. No, she's not. <laughs> no, she is not. She's not a nice person. Fucking fighting at daycares. Oh, shut up, you fucking idiot. Well, she did. She got That's the true. She, she got charged for it. Yeah, she assaulted someone at a daycare. Yep. <laughs> fucking lol. Good honor. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I will say about this Hawthorne thing is how was it how Hawthorne was so quick to just throw any non-premiership player under the bus? There wasn't a premiership player, don't worry. wasn't good bloke. But does I thought it, not it was paint a all player. of them? Like, by not naming them, doesn't it, like, cast a shadow of everyone? Like, at least when, not that it's the same, but when it was the Collingwood drug takers, like, we named them so that it released all the others from any scrutiny. Like, why is it that they failed to take responsibility like this all the time? What is wrong with their culture? It's a They're pretty good culture. They won the last three flags. Let's move on to what is proving to be the greatest story of the past week. And, you know, sports people, it's a nice money 
Spinner to release the biography or autobiography. And, you know, they're usually pretty boring apart from a couple of excerpts. But Paul Chapman has not missed any Well, he went whack. But it really, it only reaffirms what we've all thought of Brendan Goddard for a long time, and that he's just a selfish kind of a human being. This is actually magnificent. Like, he was teammates with him up until six weeks ago. Yep. Chappie hit him on the chin, and he just said, you are a fucking cunt. Chapman gave him a beatdown like Goddard was a woman in Geelong. That's not a good thing to say. Well, that's what Chapman did. Here's what I don't get. Chapman's coming out saying, oh, Goddard's not being a leader and all that. It's like, Chappie, you were brought into that club to be a leader. And you fucking weren't showing any passion for us. Wait, are you defending Goddard? Yes. You white knight in Goddard. Oh, come on. How do you... Jeez, Let me explain. Let me explain. You can... Fuck you, cookie, you stupid cunt. No, just let me explain. Goddard is an angry ranger who points a lot. I'm well aware of that. He always does. But What's wrong with that? <laughs> he showed passion for Essendon, and Chappie was there for a quick buck. Showed passion. Hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. Let's not pretend that Brennan Goddard was there for that football club. He, I'm he not denying that. He was there for one reason, and it was his own success. Yeah, he wanted to win a flag. He jumped off the St Kilda ship the same way Revolt refused to, the same way Montagna's refused to. But still, he's probably the most angry person on this planet, and that, in my view, <laughs> explains the pointing. That doesn't make it okay to be a douchebag. No, you don't get to be demonstrative just because you can fall back on, oh, at least I'm passionate. No, dickhead. Like, yeah, like, I'm angry, but I don't... Oh, I screwed up. Where's my nearest teammate? I'll point at him. Yeah, exactly You right. should have done better. Yeah. Still, he's the only one Essendon plays who's actually been any fucking good. Yeah, but that's because no, he he's been chip-scabbing. No, the other no, thing no, about that hasn't. is that Chapman called out how when he was playing at St Kilda, he'd sit behind the ball. Like, yeah, it was wasn't just attitude job. thing. It was actually that Goddard was a seagull. He said that Goddard was a seagull. Maxwell Lens. knew that they'd always have the outnumber when Goddard sent it forward because Goddard would not follow up. And he played loose. Chappie's gone all Matthew Scarlett and decided to whack another player. Mm. Yeah, he wouldn't whack her. That was fucking weird. Yeah, see? Fucking Kool-Aid. So much Kool-Aid. I fucking got you, Cookie. You got nothing. Goddard's been getting progressively angrier, though, since he arrived at Essendon. He clearly thought he was going for a flag, and he's at a club right now who are in a worse shape. Well, than to be honest, Chapman was happy to go anywhere when his time was up. Exactly. Because he had a young family that he needed to support. And he didn't feel he was finished, and, well, he played a couple of decent games. At Essen, but really he was. Yeah. Stevie J's probably in the same boat, but we'll see. I must be, I do find odd. It's like, what is it with, like, because also Brian Lake gave a few clips of Drew Petrie <laughs> and to Jonathan Giles for some reason as well. Yeah, the Giles one was really weird. It's like, Brian, why are you paying attention to what John Giles is doing? Yeah. You're above that, but the Petrie thing was kind of amusing considering that. Strange, it's... considering he strangled him and got suspended, yet it's all Petrie's. <laughs> Petrie lay down, apparently. Oh, of course he did. Yeah, because yeah. Brian Lake was just trying to cuddle him. You should... <laughs> it's your fault, Drew. You should not have half-passed out. Yeah. You should not have stopped breathing, Drewy. He's that kind of uh, loving guy. You know? oh, good bloke. Yeah. Got it from Hodgie. He didn't have that yeah. behaviour at the doggies. Anything else on Chapman's book? I haven't read it. I've only just read the extract. Yeah, I've only read the excerpts. It's, it's quite the polar opposite 
to the one that apparently is coming out from Judd that, you know, parts of that are very Oh, God. If you, oh, if that's not something that would put fucking insomniacs to sleep, mate. Is that the only thing interesting what? about that is the fact that the West Coast insight into the drugs culture. I thought the only interesting thing was when he met Beck Judd, she was pissed. That was it. Is there a chapter on Brendan and Favola? Like me and Fev? have to be. The time when I first saw the dildo. <laughs> Mick Malthouse, where did he go wrong? That was a chapter that kicked a kick between between Daisy and Mick. Anything else on Chappie's book? When did he learn to read? <laughs> is it a I comic shit on Chappie. Is I'll do it what a, I want. Is it a picture book? You know, Chappie did seem like a most literate man. It's a picture of Goddard pointing with a big red circle and a slash <laughs> through it. Goddard angry, point all time. And there's a picture of Yaren dropping him. Then there's a picture of James and it's just like big smiley face next to it. James, good bloke. The love part looked like one of Higgins to Waits shoots. Fuck off, he's a Norm Smith medalist. He's now been that's weapon tainted. Does Norm Smith medalists prove intelligence? I'm a fucking you know, 150 uh, years, old. Uh, years old. Yes, <laughs> 150 IQ, but I can't play <laughs> football, so fuck off. It took you 14 minutes to put that sentence IQ. together. <laughs> you should get that IQ recheck. Anyway, nothing else on Chappie's book. What's it called? I don't know. It's got one of those titles that you know makes it sound like he's revealing stuff when. He actually kind of is. He's potting quite a few people. What would you call it? Paul Chapman, Stories from East Geelong. Paul Chapman, not as tough as Chris Yaron. Paul Chapman, The Bald Truth. The Bald Truth. Let's go to the delistings. (laughs) And there's a couple of high-profile ones. Firstly, Ryan Crowley got told to go and get fucked by Frio. Uh (laughs) If this was anyone else, I'd feel sorry for them because Frio literally just pumped up his hopes and had him come back and train and everything and then just... Well, to be fair, it wasn't Fremantle pumping up his hopes. It was the media that was pumping up his hopes. I think they knew. Frio didn't exactly say to him, hey, Ryan, you know, we're not going to play you under any circumstances and we're probably going to delist you at the end of the year. You know, he didn't come back to the club until six weeks out. They would have probably known what they were doing. Mm. It's still funny, though, that he got delisted. Oh, yeah. I actually do feel sorry for him. Why? I think he, uh, he, he was a really good footballer. But, he was a uh, fucking crab. All he did was he tag was, He was a really good footballer. He was the guy who fucking stopped really good footballers from doing their thing. It doesn't make him not a good footballer. Yeah, I, 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 I just feel sorry. I just feel sorry for him, and I think he was a he, very, very good parasite. He was a good tagger, shithouse footballer. I think he deserves another uh, go. Oh well, you guys give him a go. Yeah, yeah, give him a go at Toulon. Yeah, nah, he fits in it. with Norv's age profile. I think he'd be good with Norv. Young for Norv. Let's no. even pick up anyone old. We can't really use them at the moment. No, nah, yeah, we but can because they kept everybody old. He'd be best uh-huh. friends with Bruma. They can have lockers next to each other, have family dinner there. So he'll be nice and cute. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I want him to go to North so he can play alongside Boomer. Why would we need two taggers? We've already got one. Because North need old farts. I don't know. Why want you tag it for? They're parasites, everybody. Yeah, you, They're not any good. You have, yeah. you have two. You may as well have three. Let's go to the other delisting that was probably significant, Jared Grant. The human microphone. Yeah, I look forward to Carlton recruiting him. Why is he the human microphone? Because he looks like a microphone. A, his hair. So anyone with dark hair is a human It's microphone. kind of curly and he's thin. Jared he looks Grant. like a microphone. So does anyone reckon he, he will get another gig? Carlton or Frio. <laughs> No. Oh, Frio, keep forward. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, Frio don't have anyone else, so probably, yeah. Jose, better get ready for that. Do you recruit? Mm. Anything else on that? We can probably brush over the Crows picking a new coach because no one knows much about him. 
Who the hell's Don Pike? Did you see the video how they promoted him like Don Pike? No. It was like he was on fucking crack. He's got a serious case of rape eyes. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a nice thing to say. Have you, if you've seen it, you would know that. It's disturbing. So it's, it's Ross Lyon-esque, is it? Google search Don Pike. Holy yeah, shit. Oh, he does eight. have rape eyes. Jesus, look at him. Oh, fuck. All right. Look at him. It's like a... Uh, scary, it's nice that it was like a problem a, now. Like scary Bear grills looking at you. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> You're right. You're right, Dan. <laughs> that guy belongs more in those you go and get raped photos. <laughs> you go and get milled. You go and get pot. You go and get ho You get pot. <laughs> it's scary. Genuinely scary. Lock, I'll lock me window. Ugh. He looks like he'd hide out in someone's bushes. The man's terrifying. Play a role, I'm going to rape you with a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on Pike? Good night. Let's move on. One of the common themes during the last few weeks has been the social media sulking. We've had a few. First, we had Longmire, who, you know, blamed social media for the goods saga. Yes. Fuck's sake. Then we had Grimer explicitly reference Bigfooty, which apparently, from the sound, of things actually meant the North board because they're worse on North players than fucking we are. Because we so don't is know that, who they are. Is that true, Dan? Uh, I think he took, well, it wasn't just the North big footy. He mentioned Facebook and Twitter and I think it stems from the shit he was getting for when his house got knocked off and a lot of the stuff, his house got stolen. His um, house got stolen. No, the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a boat like Teach? The contents inside the house, not the house, you dummy. So, don't uh, shit on my houseboat. I thought it was a hydrofoil. I think he copped well, a lot of now. on Twitter for it, and he was just letting off yeah. some yeah. frustration. Yeah, steam at the the BNF. Because I can't imagine yeah. anyone on Bigfooty really trolling Grimer. I mean, what no, was he's he known? Po- he's, he's very funny. He's very popular with yeah. the North Posters. So. The literally only thing he was known for was taking seventy odd games to kick a goal. Yeah, there's that. He was a bland player. I mean, well, he was but, a defender. He yeah. wasn't a bland player. I heard bland. him on the radio a couple of times. Very funny. Very yeah, nice. that's the thing. It, like late in his career he started to do some media stuff and that he actually became more famous for being that North guy in the media than that funny North, North guy yeah that funny North guy instead of that bland North defender who kicked the goal once he graduated mm. from plain milk to strawberry big um oh, thanks <laughs> now I want a strawberry big um. but horse got the sulks a little bit more and he's the main one like it was speak up oh he said Nothing. he's being collared he's being collared he wouldn't have done that when he was at North <laughs> Oh, yeah. North don't have a chip on their shoulder at all. Oh, God, I'm so... Yeah, they don't. Oh, fuck. Victims. Yeah, there's no victim mentality at North at all. Not at all. Oh, look at what they're doing to us. They're holding it, us down. It's the world against Adam. <laughs> no, it's That would never happen at North. <laughs> Hell. Shut up, you Richmond and Collingwood fucks. <laughs> Why? Why do are you... you are you white knighting for North? I don't understand. Of I, thought you, I thought you were I a microphone. I love North. Well, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> You've got such a moral dilemma. Penal's going to be heartbroken when he eventually hears this. Anything else on horse and the chip on the horse? Longmire. Oh, okay. Goods did go on to be a David Jones ambassador, which is just... That makes zero sense. I mean, that was, that was the strangest thing. Natural assumption was he'd go into politics, not sell out. But there you go. Yeah, you go into David Jones, you try something on, and then all of a sudden some idiot tries and throws a spear at you. It's, it's 
It's like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> Never coming back here again. The slogan is, it's in you. So there's obviously, yeah, there's the spear sticking out. It's yeah, in spear you. Spear's in you. Longmire did get the sulks up over social media. Like, Sydney are becoming the new chip on the shoulder club. There's nothing they won't sook about. Oh, but that's some New South Wales shit there, because they're always jealous of Victorians. But let's move on. And look, we've been waiting for these for a, a while now because he's not been available, but we do have Teach now. And it's Teach's grades time oh, yeah. for the final six teams in the season. And Teach, we'll have you begin with... Well, we'll go with the Colas. Start with the Colas. But how do we grade the Colas, Teach? I think the Colas are a C+. Plus. That's probably um, the best grade you've given anyone so far. Really well put out, sort of. Great. C for Cola? Yeah, C+, plus because they could have done better, much better than they did. And so uh, that's their grade. C+. Plus. Please, I know you said there's no comment, but fuck, justify that to me. How do they pass when they were the premiership favourites the year before, got trounced, all this money for that forward line, and they never made it? Because shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, shut up, bitch. Oh, well done. Crowbots. Crowbots. D. Oh, I think you just rated them worse than the Puffs. Well, they're shit. <laughs> they had a lot of hardship this year. They could have done so much better. Yes, well, they did. Yes. Yes, so do you want to reassess that grade? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> there are no excuses in teachers' grading. No, no excuses. So fuck off, D. What did Adelaide get? A D. A D. Oh, you're fucking retarded. A D. I thought you said B. I'm going B. That, that's a good grade. A D. No, no. A they D. got what Essendon got. They got a D. You fucked in the head, teach. <laughs> Teachers' yeah, grades well, are final. That's obvious on fucking head. So. <laughs> How about the bandwagon club, North? Oh, the command North. Us. A. Oh, my boys. <laughs> uh, B. <laughs> B, yes. They made another preliminary. That's a Western Bulldogs yeah, premiership. That, I'm not having that. Yeah, that is a Western Bulldogs premiership. Did Northern Lights uh, well, you know, He said something. No, yeah, he's Northern cracking it. He's absolutely cracking it. He wants a C? Yeah. C. What do you want a C for? Because we didn't go forward and we didn't go backwards. Just we were... take the B and shut up. <laughs> no, but that would be being happy with not improving at all. Well, I'm not content with it, but I'm happy Fair to enough. get a B nonetheless. Oh, well, yeah, hang your hat on this. That's what I do when teach gives us a grade. Shut up, fuckwits. It's B. <laughs> All right, purple poofs. Oh, purple poofs. I'm going to give them a B. Oh. <laughs> Finish on top of the letter. <laughs> Greatest season in club history, just about. Well, they didn't make the grand final. So we've got one team that finishes on top that gets a B, and we've got one that finishes eighth and gets a B. <laughs> they went out the same week of the season, though, so teacher's logic is sound there. Yeah, thank can you. you. Logic thank you about Adelaide for me, please. And you can you can shut the fuck up, Cookie. I didn't say a thing. I don't think he said anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's startled. He's just aiming at anybody. Else. I love these grades. We we need to find a way to fit grades in more often. We may have waited like six weeks for these, but fuck, it's been worth it. West Coast, the runners up. Oh, I've got to give him an A. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a, I would say that's a fair call. I mean, the injuries they had. The A is probably yeah. the most accurate, I would. I would a for accurate. They, yeah. they made the grand final. Yes, they, they fucked did. it up in the grand final. Yes, they did. But um, they got there, so uh, have to give them an A. And finally, the Tassie Hawks. The Tassie Hawks. A+. plus. No G for goo. Well, what do you say? I mean... Okay, why an A+. plus? What did they do that was so great on the way to winning the flag? Oh, oh Jesus. They won. 
won three flags in a row. That's it. Yeah, but they were the favourites to win the flag. They did what was expected of them. Like, on Northern Lights logic, they got a C. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, on, good point. He just admitted defeat. Holy on fucking... Te- on, on teacher's scale, they get an A+. Plus. On teacher's scale, currently the way you've graded it, everyone who got an F's going to get upgraded to a D. No, no, no. Because I, you gave you gave F-minuses, so those are going to be the actual you know, F's. When you no. post this, whoever posts this thread, we need a, a, all, the, all the teams and all the grades... Next, like teachers' power ranking. Yes. Fucking Jesus! It, it'll literally be more retarded than Ruby's. <laughs> no, no, Ruby has Port in fourteenth, and whenever a puffer fish supporter goes at him, he goes, "Thank you, fourteenth." <laughs> Let's go to the questions, and we'll stay on the subject of grades. And I'll just ask this one to teach. Teach, how would you rate the X's trade period, and who will be their star recruit in 2016? Oh, who do you fucking think, Kennedy? Danger! 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 Danger. Talking about the exes, not Geelong. Tom Bell. Nah, Kennedy, the guy at Geelong. Kennedy. He'll be their star recruit. Danger uh, is going to be off the fucking charts. This year. <laughs> oh, Teach. Fuck me. Fuck Exes. Not Ex-Carlton players. Which club is did Patrick Dangerfield go from? What the fuck is Kennedy? Kennedy, the guy at Geelong. Henderson. Uh, we paid overs for <laughs> You paid overs for Kennedy? Yeah, we did. <laughs> 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 We've just made up a player. <laughs> so what grade did the X's get for trade week? Um, well, we won. Oh. <laughs> oh, teach. The X's. Come on. This isn't Geelong we're talking about. The X's. The X's. The ex-Carlton players. How did oh. they go? How did okay. the X's football club go? I can't believe that you took Yaren. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> okay, someone else have a crack at this question. I'm going X's, A+. Plus. A+, plus a plus for the X's, yes. They, they've been Geelong. Yeah. X's won trade week. X's won trade week by far with Bell, Menzel, fantastic. Yeah, great. Kennedy did be the star recruit next week. Yeah, I think that Kennedy may top score. They keep getting stronger and stronger. <laughs> they do, and it's no contest now. But they could field two sides against Carlton. Mm. X's first Carlton could be an undefeated season next year, like week to week. I think we should start X's... B as well, like Australia A. We're going to start X's A. We'll have the X's Elite and the Pond Scum. Mm-hmm. And finally, another question from Red Mist. And this one is, should BJ and Chappie Cage fight? And if so, who would win? Goddard. Society. If oh, that's, that's easy. No, Goddard, Chap- would do, Goddard would do a wrestling move. would just get his finger and poke it in the eye. <laughs> nah, Chappie would win. It I've time. never seen Goddard win in a scuffle or a push and shove with anybody. But I have with Chapman. So I would go with Chappie. Well, one of them has a... Yeah, well, we'll, we'll Goddard just points. Well, uh, one of them mm-hmm. has a reputation of being a winner and the other one's Goddard, so... Yeah, but Chapman can only really beat girls, so... Chapman can only really punch girls from behind. Well, it's better so. form than not being able to beat up anybody. Yeah. Would you want someone who got beat up by Chris Yaron? Well, rather than someone who got beat up by nobody. So he's not lost. Right. Undefeated. Yeah, but he didn't lose to Yaron, so... Oh, mm. well, let's claim... Oh, we've never lost to them. Sick. We still win. No. He's a flog. You're a flog. Let's move on to this month on the bay. And, well, before we go to Thread of the Week, Vlog of the Week, we have to unvalet Bushy. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry we said you were dead. Well, we thought you were dead. We mm. took it on good faith that you were finally rested. London Calling told us you were dead. <laughs> Mistakes happened, all right. I understand that you're not dead, which is cool. Like, well, no, it's not a mistake. He's mm. risen from the dead. So he, he did yeah, he's die, back. but he's, he's risen. But yeah. he did die he's... a long time ago, and surely he would have figured out once people were sending condolences 
ambulances that, hey, people think I'm dead. Maybe I should tell them I'm not. I think he was out of the country, and I think his kids were out of yeah, the country was... as well. I think oh, this was yeah. this was strategically <laughs> planned. Whoever did this. He was off, like, at a monastery or something, and, like, unlike unlike Teffy, he actually was at one. No, Whoever no, did no, this knew that he and his family were out of the country and they didn't have access to internet or Facebook or anything. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, that's basically the gist. Yes. Well, the count should be dead. <laughs> what do you got against Bushy? I'm just having a tug. You know, having a joke. How's that a tug? <laughs> I like Bushy. I, I like him a lot. You so, like him better oh. when he's dead. <laughs> Yeah, it should be fucking dead, And he would appreciate that joke. Believe me. It's one of the more bizarre things I think has ever happened that I've come across in here. That Bushy's dead and it was like, oh, that's a shock. But then Bushy reappears in full I just anger. hope it doesn't give Suze the idea of, you know, faking her oh, own. No, not then, Suze. And then no. thinking that if she comes no. back to dead, then all her infractions will be clear and she can start posting. Awesome yeah. prank. Ghost of um, Suze, new account. Because let's face it, if the cat can post on Bigfoot, then the ghost can post on Bigfooty. And even if the cat dies, the ghost of the cat can post. Yeah. Grumpy the ghost. We better call Ghostbusters. But not the only poster who's made a return after a long time. Um, Cheap Rick, Aka, Kiss Stephanie is back. Yes, I saw that. Oh, yes! Um, yes! Why are you excited to hear shit? Well, because we could probably push bombers back on if Bombers comes back, we could just send him in that direction again or someone else gullible. Ivy Blues. <laughs> yes. I would have to take him up and ignore if this was to happen. Thread of the month. What do we have? Flogopedia. Yep. Flogopedia? Yeah, Flogopedia yeah. pretty good. Another masterpiece by Porkchop. Give him a quill. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> I, I also like um, James L. Um, James H. It- tells Lepo to go and get fucked. There were plenty of melts in there. I liked Benoit's Cam McCarthy diary thread, which I think we're going to see a bit of next year, just quietly. I think that's going to deliver the lols. Slow burn, yeah. epic burn. Chappie's what really grinds my gears. It's been amusing. Jake yes. Kyle's white line fever. So which one do we want to give it to? I'm happy with Flogopedia. Flogopedia. Yeah, Flogopedia. Flogopedia. Yeah, Flogopedia. Also, kudos to Bender for finishing off on the club champions. Oh, that was good too. That was starting out when we were on last time. I got barely a mention, but it was good nonetheless. And Flog of the Month, who do we have? Go, you pops. What's this for? Is this because he's fucked up the off-season ladder with the Daniel Talia points? Pretty much. It's a thread that's theoretically impossible to fuck up, but he's making it so technical about rules and shit. It literally has rules in the OP. How can he fuck it up? Well, he's gotten too technical about it. All right, Adam. Just fucking calm down. But I have to nominate, and look, this has been a favourite of ours (laughs) on here over the last month or so, this this thread. And the poster has been doing their best work in this thread recently. It's it's the Jared Haynes thread again. And I really hope it doesn't become as inactive as Jared has been. (laughs) I hope it doesn't, because it's legendary. But his greatest defender, Tiger Nova, who has given us the greatest misunderstanding since Paul Ruse thought that Goo was going to get Jared Ruffhead to come after him. And in this particular instance, like, without... Without spoiling it too much, Tiger Nova has a very interesting um, definition of the word porn. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, someone posted the Randy Marsh goo picture, and Tiger Nova went on a full bold, big font caps melt about how someone was posting porn and mods were liking it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tiger Nova is Jared Haynes' mum. <laughs> 
Yes. And he defends Jared Hayne like he gave birth to him. Jared Hayne is God's gift to NFL football. According to Jared Khan. To the world, really. According to Tiger Nova, the greatest athlete the world has ever seen. Oh, fuck off. Mm, but the response to the Randy Marsh post is just the real winner there. That's the, the, the icing on the yeah. retard cake. Every, everything else was just a build-up to that piece of idiocy. <laughs> like if I'm get if I'm getting off over anything, it's certainly that Randy Marsh picture. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that picture, and yet it's filth. It's porn. We're all posting porn. Yeah, we are dirty, dirty people. But I'd also like to nominate a collective effort. Really, this every single wanker on every club page proclaiming they're in the know when they're clearly not. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You don't rate their sources. Their sources are the fucking scribble on the toilet. Anyone in particular, Cookie? Come on, we need names. Name names. Don't be such a coward. Right, one of them. Brian speaking. He Example. got called out for some of the things he said. Then he deleted the post. Then there's posts being deleted off Twitter. So he got he got he got melty because someone had a better source than him, correct? Yep, I believe so. And this guy was actually legit, so I'm happy to give mine to Jaden. He's starting to post on the bay again. Oh Jaden. Oh fucking Jaden. Jaden does this every off season though. He hints that he's gonna come back and <laughs> then he remember and he's then trying people, to put a people. positive spin on the whole Carlton not getting any Friday nights. Festival of yeah. Ponage. That's a positive wanker. Actually just on Carlton not getting Friday nights, how fucking wonderful is that? Hooray. They still get it the first Thursday night so they can beat Richmond. Speaking of the round one fixture, what a fucking joke. How many times do Collingwood have to travel interstate? Like, seriously, guys, it's not fair. I would like to play round one in Melbourne. It's always the same every year. I mean, why are you surprised? I'm, I'm not. Huge... I'm complaining about it being a constant occurrence, Teach. Yeah. No, Collingwood, Collingwood never travels. Like Collingwood travels three, three times, times a year. year. They travel less than everyone. Oh, please, yes, play that same violin, you fuckwits. But it's true, though. It doesn't it's matter where you finish true. on the ladder, whether you finish top or bottom. Collingwood's fixture is roughly the same every year. Yes, and, and I am yeah, complaining Colling... that it is roughly the same. I'm sick of travelling round one. Oh, you poor thing. Are you going to be okay? Are you going to be okay? No, I'll, I'll go to the game. I will pay and go to the game because that is what it means to be a supporter to me. I will travel to go to it. But I would really like if it was fucking in Melbourne. Well, the next 18 games will probably be yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the rest of your games for the season will be yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah, you should be so... with me because your games are never in Melbourne round one. Well, that's changed this year. It'll be no. in Etihad this no, year. No, it's not. It's not. It's in Adelaide. No, we're playing Adelaide at Etihad Stadium. Yeah, no, Puffers play at home first week. Yeah, against us. Since you melt for nothing. Fuck your dump. I'm, I'm not <laughs> I must have know what a noise. No, he's talking to Boy Toy. Oh, boy toy. Oh. oh, come on, Boy Toy. Get with the program. Yeah. What annoys the shit out of me is that every year we have the same boring fucking game, Richmond versus Carlton. It's been a disappointment for well over a decade. Stop playing that as the first game. Get two quality sides. Actually, that's, that's probably that's over the years. That's probably been the Bay's favourite game because usually there's a, a winner for the Bay to sort of. Yeah. Someone gets the boots stuck in. I'm not debating yeah. that. I want to see first game. I don't want to see two fucking shit teams. I want to see fucking Hawthorne versus. We didn't start the season two years ago. Collingwood Frio did literally two seasons ago, and then before that it was the Swans versus. Oh, there was the Battle Giants. of the Bridge. Yeah. I don't mind Carlton. Yeah, I yeah. just like that the whole. Round one is done over the one weekend instead of splitting it over two weeks like they've done in the past. That's that's never sat well. I'll tell you what's disappointing, and hopefully it'll come to an end when the season moves forward, but 
I really want to see the Good Friday game oh. sooner rather than later. I hate Good Friday. Oh, it's, it is worse. It's such a boring day. Worse. Give me a game of football, please. And, yeah, North deserve first crack at that against probably Carlton. Oh. But, um, but Carlton can't play twice in but, one week, so is that why they didn't do it? Yeah, but I think that's why they're not doing it yet. Okay. Because North first Carlton have been pushing for it, and the, and the dogs are trying yes. to... That's what I don't in, want. I don't want the dogs to weasel in to something that they didn't deserve. North don't want it either. North want a bigger club than the dogs. Exactly. So if they want to wait for Carlton and they wait a year, that's cool. Do- mm. The dogs don't deserve it. Find your own day to See, play See, this on. is just, fucking, this is just like how they took Bellarat. <laughs> it's so easy to get her going on that subject. Yeah, yeah just, just hold back a bit there. Oh, you know, all right. Let's just sit here and have awkward silences, Teach. So who was our flog of the week? Teach, for being a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks very much, bitch. Oh, no, but I love ya. But I love you. I love you. <laughs> so he needs to be punished. Oh, he just needs an outlet. Oh. Fuck off, Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time someone else has come to fuck off other than me and Cookie. Anyway, who gets it? Um, Tiger Nova. Teach. Northern Lights. Tiger Nova. Oh, you know, let, Northern Lights. You know, let's just give everyone on the vlog cast this week a fucking vlog of the week. Nah, I'm giving it to NL. What dickheads. All right, then. Sorry, NL. Your vlog. Let's go to last week's poll. There was no poll last week. Oh, the poll for the last episode. There you go. The question was, does for how Flogcast sound from here? Oh, you got it right, too. <laughs> 13.6% said, North for players I don't know. 13.6% also said, Hawthorne does premieres for worst ever. 18.2% said, does Essendon for Billings. And the winner with 54.5% said... Jack Watts does for Coke bottle injection. <laughs> and looking forward, is there anything we want to add on the draft? Do we think Josh Bootsma or Jared Grant or... Aren't they still delisted free agents? So can't they still be picked up? Yeah, sorry. So do, do we think anyone's going to get picked up in the meantime? Um... Josh Bootsman's not. Josh Bootsman's going to have to go through the draft, I think, because he's been out of the system. I don't think so, but... Um, I think one of Adcock G- or James Kelly might get picked up. Gee, Carlton have got some very handy picks coming up. Yeah, but they're going to fuck them up, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we know they're going to fuck them up. Well, actually, let's look at the top ten picks in the draft. How does it go? It goes Carlton, Brisbane, Melbourne, Essendon, Essendon, Suns, Giants... Giants, Melbourne, Carlton. It's not a good year to be a top 10 player. So you're either going to be going to Carlton, you're going to have James Hurd inject a lot of stuff in you, or be a cocaine addict, or you're going to Brisbane. Brisbane's the most appealing option there. Amazingly, Melbourne might be. You know, you only have to be there for two years. Yeah. Morgs, did you have something? You said you had something. Yeah, we need to look at the father-son rule. I think that it's a disgrace that Sam Wiedemann won't be coming to Collingwood because he's the grandson of Collingwood legend Mark oh. Wiedemann. And just because his father he's was a fucking dad, grandson. Like, yeah. What? yeah. He, the rules are pretty, are pretty blatant yeah. and clear. You have to be the father's son, not well, grandson. It's not our fault that his dad's a retard. Let's let brothers play together so that the Talias don't need to leak to each other. So should we just change the rules because of this? To expand so- it. Luke, let's have a cousin's rule, and then Luke Toyer could play with the Scott twins. A cousin rule? Oh, Northern <laughs> yeah. Lights won't introduce a cousin rule because all, all because things are related. They're all cousins, you fucking. No, I want to include grandfather. What's this? What's this kid's name? Sam Wiedemann. Sam, and where's he roughly ranked in in the draft? <laughs> One or two. One or two. Oh, <laughs> top two. Oh well, I was going to say you could. There's a chance you could draft him, but not in this case. <laughs> <laughs> if he's one or two. 
Well, what, what what should the AFL do, and is it should they just change the rules because you have a, a grandson that's worth pick one or two in the in the draft? Is that not how it works? What has Eddie been doing? Do we not know that this? He's been good? taking rules away from Sydney, yes, not giving well, them to you. Silly, silly Eddie. Always look at your own backyard first. Well, let him do his two years at Carlton and then just put a big offer in if you really want him that bad. But yeah, exactly. If he gets drafted to Brisbane, he'll be on the table in two yeah. years. So just be patient. He's, he's probably a fucking shit truck. <laughs> he's a 197 centimetre key forward. He's not a shit truck. He's, he's ranked like one or two in the draft teach. I was 170. Yeah, he's a... <laughs> Uh, You're 170 years old, and I and I was a fucking shit drunk, so I'm sure that he is too. Oh, of course. Everybody what, else talking about the draft. Sam that logic is tall. Fuck. Anyway, anything else on the draft apart from the ridiculous grandfather son rule? <laughs> Keep the father son rule the way it is, and we finally get a fucking father son, third one in fucking 30 years. Yeah, only because he told Carlton to go and get fucked. Too. He's a smart man, smart kid. Where, where, and and what pick will Daniel Rioli go? Apparently, it's to be around the teens. Really? He shot up because people were saying he was in the thirties or sort of twenties. Name Rioli. That's what the name does. Well, it worked with two cloaks and Ace Cordy. Cockatoo shot up as well. He wasn't supposed to go ten, and he did. Yeah, but he had a blitz for highlights package though, and that sort of probably helped his cause. He Jeremy had it. Yeah, but only his highlights package was bursting through packs and kicking yeah, goals. Like, we, take, we haven't seen any of that yet, so I'll believe that when I see it. And before we wind up, we'll look ahead to the awards season. And coming up, we have our vlog of the year, we have our thread of the year, we have our poster of the year slash MVP. So who wants to have a crack at what will be what? All right, I'm going thread of the year will be the X's, consistent laughs all throughout, and a big mm-hmm. payoff at the end. Person of the year will be Benoit. Again, good quality all throughout. With second being Red Mist, third being Porked. The flog of the year will be Divi. The threat of the year will be the. Um, uh, oh, jeez. Let, let me have a look. <laughs> You've only had all year to come up with it. Will be the threat with Kennedy in it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing how this Kennedy go goes next year. <laughs> <laughs> Through the year, the club champion awards. The mm. poster of the year is Red Mist. He's such a shoe lover. Fuck. Hey, he Red Mist had a fantastic year. And the flog of the year would be um, Jose. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> From untouchable flog of the year. That's the biggest fuck wow. off Jose anyone's ever had. Did Jose send you fucking <laughs> and a message full of fucking shit or something like gay porn or something? Nah, I love him. Are you, not- you just voted him for Flog of the Year. Are you confusing Jose Mourinho, the poster, with the manager? Are you, cons- are you confusing love with other emotions? No, no, I'm just rubbing him up for the, uh, for the Flog of the Year. Who wants to go next? Oh, I'll go. Benoit for Poster of the Year. Thread of the Year. I'm going to go with Where's Trent? And Flog of the Year. Well, that's easy. That's TV. Prediction-wise, Benoit will win it, but I'd like to see Paul win it. Because I thoroughly enjoy his stories. I think he's been a great addition to the Bay. Much kid Brian Taylor. Diary of a Welcher I really liked, but uh, the extra thread will win. And Jimmy Blues doesn't deserve any awards, so pups can go and get fucked. 
I'm going <laughs> to nominate the Exus thread as well. I will actually be genuinely disappointed if the Welcher thread wins it because I think it'll win on the back of what Frio Falcon said about um, posters getting narcissistic uh, and liking a thread where they were talked about. Absolutely. And that's not the thing. Exus thread all year. Brilliant from the start. Best thread all year. And potential to go on poster of the year benoit by a comfortable margin he's literally he's had a season as dominant as ugak usually has and flog of the year look divi blues will win it i agree at morgues i don't think he should but i'm not 100 percent. actually i'll tell you who should win it and it shouldn't be forgotten i don't think a duken's gonna let people forget it but um Bosk. no jades the 900 suit oh yes will rear its ugly head again at flog of the year time and it's he will make a good run at it it just depends on how many people get sucked in and vote for divi blues because you know people will but I hope we see Jades get it because he's been gunning for it for ages he does his squib thing and this was the year he got prodded enough that he melted over the $900 suit and I think it deserves it anyway this was the vlogcast for the post-trade week wrap Starburns joined by Morgs farewell Dan goodbye Cookson see ya Teach adios and thanks also to Chap UK for his brief appearance early on we we lost him I think that the Germans the Germans have got him, him. Mm, oh, so no. hopefully we'll see him again like climbing the wall say hi to Frank Ann <laughs> thanks for listening we'll see you next teach time teach loves ya don't forget <laughs> teach loves ya teach loves everyone <laughs>